Hey there, amazing listener. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Put a Ring on It. Make sure you join us on our new Facebook page to continue in the conversation and send along your questions. Search for Put a Ring on It on Facebook and give us a like. Hello and welcome to the Put a Ring on It podcast, a podcast from me, Danielle Pasternak, wedding coordinator of DPNAC Weddings. And me, Daniel Moyer of Daniel Moyer Photography. The Put a Ring on It podcast is for brides, grooms, and anyone planning a wedding who wants insider knowledge, behind the scenes stories, and downright sensible wedding planning advice. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to episode 10 of season one of the Put a Ring on a podcast. It's Danielle here. And I'm Dan. How's it going, Danielle? How's the big move? The, yeah, the I am moving. Um, it's going pretty good. Right now I'm painting a lot of walls, so I'm pretty much covered <laughs> in paint every day. But what's new with you, Dan? Just baby in it. Yeah, so That's you guys it. are, you, yeah, you're working on the nursery, right? Yeah, big time. Just That's painting awesome. walls and looking at all the Winnie the Pooh things that we can find cute quotes for walls and everything baby and I even created a new Pinterest board um, <gasps> called baby girl and it's just all of the things for the nursery and cute little outfits and yeah it's really great I'm excited <laughs> that's awesome you should actually listen a few episodes back we have a great episode on Pinteresting if you're in need <laughs> uh, you definitely should but what are we talking about on today's episode in today's episode, so you may have heard the exhilarating news a few months ago when beloved Full House Olsen twin Mary Kate got married. As with any celebrity, it was all over the gossip sites. And one of the things that stood out to me was the fact that they banned all technology at their wedding. So the guests couldn't bring their phones or take any photos. And I'm sure I'm sure it's just from a privacy standpoint that they did that. Mm. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about this trend, quote unquote, that's sweeping the wedding industry um, and whether or not it's right for you. As a photographer, I'm, well, I come at it from a, maybe a slightly different standpoint as a photographer, but we're really excited to talk about that today. So Dan, for us non-celebrities, what exactly is an unplugged wedding? <laughs> Great question, Danielle. Um, and before I get fully into it, I just want to throw a disclaimer out there that we are not saying all couples should have an unplugged wedding as with anything and the rest of the podcast topics that we've discussed this is just something for you to consider if it's right for you and your wedding discuss it with your partner and figure it out so i first heard of unplugged weddings from the an offbeat bride article way back in like 2011 um an unplugged wedding is essentially asking your guests to refrain from taking pictures, using their cell phones, um, and just unplugging from the day's whole and being fully present. Um, so the Offbeat Bride article comes at it from this standpoint that if you're up there uh, on the altar or you know wherever your, your ceremony is taking place and you're looking at your sweetheart and you're just loving on them – and all of a sudden you kind of like just like take a little peek over and you just see a sea of little LCD screens and, you know, no faces because they're holding up cameras and phones in front of your face. That that just might be a little bit of a bummer. That's a really good point, too. I don't really want to get into horror stories or that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I have witnessed from a photographer's perspective, uh, like parents holding iPads that really blocked their their view of what was happening and guests stepping into the aisle as like the, the bride and the parents are processing down the aisle and, uh, you know, ultimately blocking my view and 
not being able to get a clean picture of the bride and groom walking down or the parents walking down or whoever it may be. So that was kind of a bummer, I think, from my standpoint, just as a photographer and documenting the day. I think a lot of times, too, as a guest at a wedding, you don't want to view the whole thing from the back of a screen. It's 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 about being present and sharing in that moment with the couple that's getting married. And it's it's sometimes hard to do that if you feel like, oh, I should be taking pictures. And with social media nowadays, that's, you know, that's a very popular thing. And I think more than ever, people are taking pictures. So, Danielle, what do you think are the pros of having an unplugged wedding then? Yeah. So, like I said, I think your guests are more present versus viewing your day through a screen. And and when it comes to social media, I see it all too often that someone takes a picture of uh, the bride or the groom or whomever's getting married before they even see their partner on their wedding day and they post it to social media. And if their partner's, you know, just killing some time scrolling through Facebook and all of a sudden they see their partner on their wedding day, you know, there's that takes away a few of the moments. And I know you've talked about it before, Dan, that um, as a professional photographer, you really love for the first images that your couple sees are the professional ones mm-hmm. um, that that they've paid for to be taken versus the ones that were just taken on the you know handy dandy iPhones. Yeah. So what you're saying is that the the pro of this is that the photos won't show up on social media before you're ready to publicly announce the the wedding day, right? Right, exactly. And maybe some people don't even know that you are getting married if they weren't invited to the wedding. And and even it comes to a uh, safety issue then, too, if people are posting photos that day of your wedding, people, if if other people know your address, it's not safe because they know know no one's home. home. Yeah, they know no one's home and they know no no family's home either. So. Hmm. But yeah, what what are the, what are some other pros you could think of, Dan, for having an unplugged wedding? Uh, well, obviously, like you said, you don't have uh, people jumping out into the aisle as yeah. someone's someone's walking down, and you don't have um, everybody's heads behind little LCD screens. So this might take me down a bit of a rabbit trail, but um, one of the bummers that happens to me uh, quite often is that uh, you know, like the little red focus beam that comes out of some cameras, and like, or the mm-hmm. pre-flash on on some of the cameras, that kind of stuff. I occasionally will have like a giant bright red spot directly on the bride as she's walking down. Um, and of course I can make an image black and white, but you know, I think that's beyond the point. Or um, I've definitely had that, that pre-flash ruin an image of mine because it essentially overexposes the image for what I'm set at. I mean, thankfully I take a lot of pictures. So, you know, hopefully the, the one that is ruined because of this, you know, somebody else's flash going off and like overexposing my picture, the one directly after it might be the same thing. But, you know, people say, oh, how how often does that happen? And it does all the time. Several times per wedding, I will have uh, an image that was overexposed from somebody else's flash. And it's just an issue that you see all the time. That's really interesting you say that. I think uh, from a non-photographer's perspective, which is what, what I come from, I wouldn't think that me taking a picture, unless I was standing in your way or you know in front of you or what have you, um, which is tough to actually stand in front of you with my height compared to your taller height, but <clears throat> you could just shoot over my head. <laughs> but I wouldn't even think that the flash or that little red beam, especially that little red beam, I would never think that that would affect yeah. um, somebody else uh, just because I, I don't know photography. I don't really understand it in that sense. So that's that's a really good point. I never yeah. thought about it like that. Yeah, that little red beam is the killer because if you think about it, that light comes out and it's shining and it's it shines for like a couple of seconds. So that couple of seconds might be 10 or 15 pictures for me. 
of which uh, like I can turn it black and white, but if sometimes there are different shapes on that red beam, it's like vertical lines or it's dots or whatever, those things can't be removed. They can't be photoshopped out. Even if you turn it black and white, that area that was red will be a different value gray. So you can still see that there's like this like weird variation mm-hmm. in the picture. A moment of chicken pox, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> a moment of chicken pox. <laughs> um, that kind of stuff does happen. And if you just, you know, a blanket statement that, People should just refrain from taking pictures that you've got a photographer or whatever um, to be fully present. And actually, in this article, we're going to include uh, a link to the Offbeat Bride. They have a bunch of wedding templates for ways that you can politely ask people to refrain from taking pictures. Tons of different ways for many different kinds of weddings. So I think, Dan, that probably brings us to the possible negative effects of having an unplugged wedding because... It's all about how you approach something, right? We always say it's 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 about dealing with things with respect and, and kindness. Mm-hmm. And especially on your wedding day, you're a host. So the last thing you want to do is throw a bunch of rules at your guest as far as how to yeah. have a good time. Um, so when you are considering having an unplugged wedding, really take into consideration who, what guests are coming, how they like to approach things. If your mama is a mama that just loves to take pictures at every single yeah. event, it's going to be really hard for her to put that camera down, especially on her on her child's wedding day. So oh, yeah. what? And and sometimes um, even if you do have an unplugged wedding, some guests won't care and they'll just take pictures anyway. Yep, and that's okay. You know, I, I mean, I'm not one to ever tell any of my couples what to do. Um, right. You know, I've had moms come up to me on the wedding day, and I think it's so sweet. They're just like, I really love taking pictures. I know you're here taking pictures, and I know your pictures are going to be beautiful, but I just want to take some for myself. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, just go ahead, do that. You know, if it's going to make you happy, absolutely. I'm definitely not going to tell one of my couples, or especially their mom or dad, you know, this is what you need to do. This is how it should happen. Um and I think maybe that's doing a disservice to my couples if they realize that their mom loves taking pictures. And maybe I just get a picture of their mom taking a picture and that's how they'll remember them. And that's kind of sweet. And I think, too, it's it's not necessarily about banning technology like Mary Kate Olson did. It's, it's just about reminding guests why they're there and what you want from them. You don't want them to be or feel responsible for, for taking all these pictures. And you don't want them to, to have to worry about doing X, Y, or Z. You just want them to be present and enjoy the moment with you. And some guests may listen, some guests may not. That doesn't mean you have to like tackle them, you know, during the middle of your ceremony and say like, put your camera away. <laughs> but maybe you just like give them an evil eye. I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's not worth like, it's not worth causing any sort of unnecessary drama. But I think if you um, invite your guests to put their technology away and just be really present, more often than not, guests will respect those wishes for you. So what's then... If there's all these pros and all these cons, what do you think is a good, happy medium? Yeah. So when we say an unplugged wedding, I think more often than not, it's about an unplugged ceremony. Mm. So it's not necessarily um, saying guests don't need to take pictures all day long because, you know, there's going to be maybe a photo booth and some props or, you know, there's liquid courage at your reception and, you know, fun things happen and they're going to want to take pictures of that. But maybe just your ceremony is a time where you ask them to put their cameras away, and just have an unplugged ceremony. Yeah, I completely agree with that one. 
I'm thinking back to a couple of years ago, uh, a wedding that I photographed. I think it was Rena and Jason where they had their rabbi. As soon as they got under the chuppah, they had their rabbi tell everybody, okay, bring out your cameras, take your pictures. And it was really sweet. They stood up there and posed for everybody underneath the chuppah and everybody took their pictures. And actually, um, I believe Jason actually pulled out a camera himself and took like a little selfie and everybody laughed. And then the rabbi was like, okay, everybody, just just put your cameras away. You got your picture. Now let's all fully be present. And I thought that was a really beautiful, lighthearted way of just saying, hey, we're here for this reason. Put your cameras away. Get your picture. Put your cameras away. And then after this, let's have a party and you can take more pictures then. I love that because it kind of gets that itch to take the picture. You know, it it takes that, but that's really awesome. And they know they're getting their picture taken, so they're totally ready for it. It was really sweet. I like it. Oh, that's a good story, Dan. I'm full of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh goodness so if we're talking about your wedding day or just your ceremony whatever it is is going to be unplugged as you said dan we're going to have in the show notes that offbeat bride article that has some really cool templates and i've seen that before i love that um i love offbeat bride in general but they always have some good tips so how can they communicate that to their guests well, i think obviously the big one which we've talked about in an earlier episode is the wedding yeah. website Um, where you've just got all of, yeah, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) I hate it when you make fun of me. I'm leaving that in. Um, (laughs) So the wedding website is definitely a big one. I mean, uh, you're going to put your wedding website on a lot of your materials. Um, and you're trying to drive your guests there. So maybe it's just a small disclaimer that says, Hey, leave your cell phone or your camera in your pocket during the ceremony. That's cool. Also, you might be having a sign as your guests arrive, maybe a welcome to our wedding or the ever popular pick a seat, not a side. Everyone's family wants the not as tied. Uh, one of those signs. Um, that's also a, a nice spot sometimes to put you know, a little reminder that, hey, we're having an unplugged ceremony. We want you to be present. Keep your phones in your purse. Mm-hmm. I think having the officiant announced it like I was saying yeah. with Rena and Jason just having them say something and because generally I, I feel like if the officiant announces it then it's like it's a real deal thing yeah. um, and most people will really follow that rule right and then even it, you could do a few of these things we're not just saying do one or the other you could do a few things so another spot you could maybe have it is in your ceremony program so if you're having those printed out it's a great spot to kind of mention hey we're so happy you're here thank you for coming don't take any ever loving pictures <laughs> <laughs> things like that. Yeah, totally. I feel like this is a pretty complex topic. I mean, we've just kind of given like a little brief overview of it. So if you've got thoughts that you just want to throw our way or, or things that we haven't said that you're interested in, send us a note from our website uh, and just let us know what you think. Yeah. And there's always room for a bigger discussion with this too. I, I personally, Dan and I have talked about this in the past. I personally am not a big proponent of unplugged weddings Um, just because like I've said before, I don't really like necessarily telling guests what to do, but I also get at the same time where they're coming from. I think Mm -hmm. as Dan and I have said in just about every episode, it's about what doing what's right for you guys. And this is just an option that you could do. It's something that you're probably going to start hearing about more and more and more as you go into your, uh, as you get closer to your wedding day, your photographer is probably going to ask you this question. So it's just something we wanted to to dive in a little bit more and and peel back the layers of the onion and and share with you. Or the banana. Or the, no, a banana doesn't have layers. It's clearly an onion. Have you never seen Shrek? Uh, Getting philosophical with Daniel and Danielle. 
<laughs> so let's uh, let's wrap up this episode. So we received some feedback from Liz and John, whose wedding is coming up in July. Woohoo! Um, about our yet to be named tip segment. So thanks to them, we are going to be changing this segment to I do's and I don'ts because how cute is that? <laughs> it's totally cute. So today's I do's and I don'ts. I do think that you should research more about what an unplugged wedding is and if it's right for your wedding. And I don't think that if you decide to have an unplugged wedding, that you should tackle any of your guests if they bring out a camera. Go team. That's today's I do's and I don'ts. All right, guys. So we only have two more episodes coming up this season. Don't forget to send us your wedding planning questions for our Q&A episode, which is going to be episode 12, our final episode of season one. To send your question over, head to putaringonitpodcast.com and click the get in touch button. You can also head to our new Facebook page and send it there. Danielle, I would just like to give us a little quick round of applause before we finish up this episode and say double digits. Double digit episodes. Oh, yeah, double digit. That's very true. I didn't know what we were double digiting. Yeah, okay. Double digit episodes. <laughs> um, yep. We made it to episode 10. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, we do want to send a big thank you to everybody who has been leaving us reviews and ratings on iTunes. Um, you know, we wouldn't continue to to do this podcast unless it were really growing. And we're just really excited for all the feedback we've we've gotten. And because of your love, we've been placed on the iTunes What's Hot podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to us to continue showing your support and helping us grow. Cool. We'll see you guys again soon. And I hope you all have an amazing day. Oh, 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 oh,